Alright, is this thing recording? I think it is. This is the, f- the second time trying something like this. This is uh This is me hitting the road. I'm heading currently to uh Oregon. So I guess Tuesday the eleventh. Uh it's a beautiful fucking day. I just started uh I just started working just now. Or, or kinda like twenty minutes ago or so. Um, I woke up today like at 6.40, take a shower, went to the truck stop, took a shower, spent the night here in Orland, California, very nice, very nice, and uh, so now I'm officially in the highway and just, I got about like a 10 hour drive for today, something, something relaxed, but uh, I've been wanting to do a podcast lately, but I just, uh, I haven't been able to do it with the guest. Or even when I'm home, I just haven't been able to just to do one just by myself, you know. So I've been kind of I've been a little bit upset because of that, you know. It's been a while since I haven't done a park a podcast, and I do miss it. I miss doing my podcast. Uh, so this is me first time doing a solo podcast. Not really, because like ep- uh, episode three and episode four, I did one. But now I feel a little bit more comfortable with the whole concept of the podcasting. And I feel, I don't know, I just feel more comfortable. Sorry if I take a while to speak. I'm also having a cup of coffee. There's nothing better like having a drive and listening to a podcast and having a cup of coffee and having a long drive. That's the best part of the fucking day, you know. I really love it. Um, so what's been going on lately I well for starters I did a podcast yesterday I'm gonna talk about, I'm gonna talk a lot about the things that I talked yesterday so I did a podcast yesterday um, again I'm trying this new app out doing it through fo- through the phone and something happened I got a call in the middle of the in the middle of the podcast of me attempting to do the podcast and I thought that I was still recording because I saw the microphone on the top left of the screen so I'm like alright we're still good next to you know that was like 20 minutes in into the fucking podcast yesterday's podcast and then I just kept fucking ranting and talking and I'm not even kidding. I talked for another hour, uh, for like 40 minutes straight after that. What fucking turns out that as soon as I finished, I was like, all right, this turned out to be a good podcast. I checked that out and it wasn't recording. It only recorded the first 20 minutes. But then I pressed on record again and it deleted those 20 minutes. And I just got stuck with like, what the fuck? With the, just that phrase that I was recording. So, once again, I'm trying this thing out. I'm being very cautious. And, uh, I mean, let's see if I can bring it back. Let's see if I can roll it again and see what happens, you know. Uh, I feel that I'm going to be doing this a lot. The on-the-road podcasting. And I'll do it at home, and eventually I'll have a guest. So, the podcast is still there. It's still alive and kicking. I haven't... I haven't... Uh, it's just a very... It's a great hobby of mine that I really like, and I, I, yeah, I've been, I do get upset when I don't, when I don't do a podcast, but we're gonna roll it back, see what happens. So anyways, what's been going on last week, 
I was in Arizona uh, about three days ago. I left on Friday and I arrived on Saturday. Did a couple moves here or there. Uh, work purposes, obviously. I was kind of like in the northern area. I then went to Phoenix. I expected it to be a little bit hotter, but it turned out to be cooler. But again, it wasn't on Phoenix. I feel that if I would have gone to Phoenix, to the actual city, or Tucson, it would have been in the three digits, you know. Uh, so I was there. It was it's very. There's a couple things that I saw that were, they were like very interesting for me. That's one of the things that I like about hitting the road. It's going to places that I've never been, and just checking them out, or even cities or towns. More like towns. I like towns. There's a bunch of towns that I'm like, wow, it's just very beautiful out there, you know, like in the outskirts or like a small town, I don't know, I've always been into that, maybe because of the way that I was raised, I was raised like in a, um, some sort of a ranch, so I always like the outskirts, I always like the, the privacy, I don't know, there's something that, there's something to there that I like, I really don't like the city, I don't like the traffic, I don't like the road range, the, I don't know, it's just, it's not appealing to me. But anyways, I hit a couple places. It does look a little bit like Mexico. I don't know for some reason. Because there's some, of, some of those towns, they're not, they're not new. They're not new homes. They're just, they always been there for sure like 200 years. So they look, they're like really old. And the whole like environment, the hills and everything, it feels a little bit like Mexico. Which it was part of Mexico. That's why it probably looks alike. But it's really nice. I saw a couple new houses, new 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 towns. And right now I'm heading to Oregon. Very beautiful out there. It's it's very foresty. Uh, to be specific, I'm heading to 101, which is a nice area. The 101 is, it's, it's, one side is the beach and the other side is the, uh, it's pretty much forest. And I saw like, uh, if you hit the good route, you see, you, you're able to see elk. Which Joe Rogan speaks a lot about elk. And I see them. I almost want to hunt them. They're right in front of you. But I don't have a hunting rifle. <laughs> but yeah, it's good stuff. And what else has been going on? The Church of What's Happening Now. That's uh, let me talk a little bit about podcasting and the podcasting world and the stand-up world. What's been going on lately with all this pandemic going on? And pretty fucking amazing how things can change so quickly because. The Church of What's Happening Now, it's uh, one of my favorite shows that I like to listen to. And it's uh, its coming to an end. After seven years, seven plus years or whatever, I think it started in 2013. Uh, with, with Joey Diaz and Lee Sayat. One of my favorite shows on Monday and Wednesdays. It's... Uh, 
pretty sad, man, because I always look forward for the podcast. They had like a very good chemistry together, and it was it was always fun. And I really loved Joey Diaz, uh, Joey's podcast um, story, storytelling, and his jokes and everything. And when he goes off the rails, it's fucking great. You know, it's one of my favorite uh, stand-up comics. And that's it, man. It, they're living in LA. They're not doing stand-up. There's nothing else to do there. Uh, as a stand-up or if you're in the arts as an actor or as a if you're doing commercials if you do if you're a writer as of right now there's no reason to be there because the reason that you were there in the first place it's no more nobody's acting there's, there's no acting going on or at least not a lot like it used to so a lot of people are with no jobs Nobody's doing stand-up, the famous stand-up, uh, the famous uh, comedy store. Nobody's there. You can't. There's only like food or drinks uh, available, but not the typical shows that you uh, they are they're accustomed to. So it's pretty fucking crazy how things uh, have been changing lately with those people, and I guess it's sad for me too because the thing is, I was. Uh, Before the pandemic started, I wanted to go to the comedy store because I was only like from my job from to the comedy store. I'm probably like an hour, an hour away. I was obviously gonna stay there like in a hotel or something, but I was gonna do that a little bit uh, often. Go to the comedy store, have some fucking drinks, see what was in the fucking lineup. Because there's just the comedy store and there's just a bunch of killers. And they're there every week. Every week they're there. We got Joe Rogan. We got fucking Chris D'Elia. We got fucking Joey Diaz. We got fucking Ali Wong. We got fucking Andrew Santino. We got Bobby Lee. We got Tom Segura. We got fucking Burt Kreischer. We got fucking Theo Vaughn. We got Brendan Schaub. I mean... It, it, it doesn't stop, you know. Fucking Tim Dillon. It's, it's, it was great. It was great. It had, it had no fucking... You cannot lose going to a fucking random comedy store day. Tony Hinchcliffe on the fucking... I wanted to go because I barely got into it. I wanted to go to uh, Kill Tony. So it's li- live stand-up comedy with a crowd... And uh, slash podcast and slash open mic. You know, it was fucking great. I don't know if I would go for the open mic thing because you have like a minute to perform. Eventually, maybe I would, but for sure I would go as a as a guest, as a as a spectator. I feel that I would really enjoy it because I started watching YouTube videos of it. And it's just so fun, man. It just looks so fun. And you almost want to be there, you know. It's... Man. I almost take it for granted how much... I got into the stand-up comedy world. That I almost expect everybody to be familiar with it. But yet a lot of people don't know what stand-up is. Even people who like... Even like... uh, Or like Mexicans for the most part. Uh, they're not really exposed to the stand-up comedy world. They only know a couple people, like Fluffy and Enrique Iglesias. He's a good guy. 
but he's more like a family uh, uh, he's more like a family show like yeah let me take my kids to go see Enrique Iglesias you know he's fun like that he's funny he's a funny man he gets into very good characters he's good but he's not my type I like more a bit of a darker comedy over edgy comedy political comedy if you can fucking pull it off and do like a political joke and pull it off I mean you gotta be funny but you can but, but that's what I like I like that type of comedy for me so something like Joey Diaz Joe Rogan um well, Bill Hicks is no longer here, but Bill Hicks, uh, Richard Pryor, uh, who else do we got? Uh, Tom Segura, I like him. He's good. Uh, Theo Vaughn. Theo Vaughn, he, he, he's not political, but he, he does have a little bit of a dark sense of humor. So I like him. So yeah, man, I mean... I was like, let me fucking start hitting the, the comedy store and just fucking, I don't know, have some fucking fun, you know? And I'm not even kidding. The next week, that's when they closed everything. The pandemic started going on. So I'm like, all right, I'll just fucking go once this shit is over after the three weeks that we're fucking quarantined. And here we fucking are. <laughs> well, that was March, I think. And here we, go. <laughs> here we are in August. August 11th. How fucking crazy is that? With all this fucking pandemic. I would never see this coming. I didn't believe it in it at, at, at first. I, I didn't believe in the pandemic. Not that I'm conspiratorial. But. I didn't believe in it. Because I know how the news tend to exaggerate things. And I'm like, fuck that. I just, it's just a, with the bunch just a bunch of bullshit so the news started surging the cases were going up this isn't that something is happening so I'm like nah I don't believe it you know it's just a bunch of bunch of bullshit and when did I start believing the moment that they started canceling entertainment and not letting people work for me when something like that happens i feel that's pretty serious stuff because for the most part they talked about ebola before like oh two cases reported of ebola and shit in fucking florida or something they talked about ebola before and yet i'm like all right so what do we do oh no okay should i go to work yeah, you should. You, and nothing stops, you know. Everything keeps rolling. And I'm like, all right. So then this shit is not a fucking big deal then. So the fact that they fucking shut down, shut down everything worldwide, it was pretty fucking shocking. I, uh, and that's when I started taking it uh, seriously, you know. Like, all right. So this is the fucking real deal, huh? I really didn't like the methods that they were taking. But I guess in a way I get it. We can't just stop completely. We cannot shut down completely. Everybody stay at home and just fucking chill the fuck out. We can't do that. There's a bunch of people living paycheck by uh, paycheck to paycheck. So 
they're fucking screwed. Not only that, they got a family. Maybe you're a single mother and you got two kids. Are you fucking kidding me? Single mother, two fucking kids. You got no job. You're living paycheck to paycheck. You're fucking screwed. You know? And not because you don't want to, not because you don't want to work, but it's because you they don't let you. They don't let you work. What if you were a waitress, single mother waitress? Bunch of scenarios like that, for sure. Bunch of people living, uh, describing this scenario right now. There's a bunch of people like like that right now as we speak, and they've been like that for five fucking months. How fucking crazy is that? Maybe you're a worker also. You're a man. You got a wife. You take care of the full, of the whole family. You've got two kids. You got laid off. You're also living paycheck by paycheck, uh, to paycheck. Man, that's as stressful as it gets. They don't talk about the suicide rate, but that's just that's the motherfucker that went up. You know. Thankfully for me, I still got my job. Uh, I haven't felt that part yet. Fortunately. That stressful part of like you can't go to work, but I can only imagine, man. I can only imagine. It's, it's, it's if you got a job right now, you, we're fucking, we're lucky. We're lucky, motherfuckers, because a lot of people really lost their job. And they're fucking screwed, you know. The government is fucking printing money like crazy. I was a little skeptical when they fucking did the, the. Uh, the relief act the, the fucking thing when they started giving people money because I was like well who's gonna pay for this and, and I mean me there's no such thing as free money you know somebody's gotta pay for it eventually and I don't know much about economics I know uh, just so there's some things that it makes sense like printing money like how the fuck Somebody's got to pay for it. Is it coming from more taxes? Are we going to get a tax double next year? You know, what the fuck? Something's going to happen. They're eventually going to get us. How? I don't fucking know. But they'll get it. They'll get us. Somebody is going to pay for all this money. And I remember that it was like two, uh, three trillion? Three trillion or two trillion? The first, I think it was three. So I made a like a... I'm trying to remember because it's been a while, but I was a little skeptical because we're going to get $1,500, you know? And I'm like, is it worth $3 trillion? Three fucking trillion dollars. Do you know how fucking zeros is that? A lot. So I fucking brought on the fucking calculator and I'm like, all right, let's just say that they're going to give... Fifteen hundred dollars to each American, including kids, like the whole the whole country. They're gonna get it fifteen hundred dollars. So I think it's like three hundred and twenty million Americans. And I divided it. I I I think I multiply that by fifteen hundred. So that means that everybody, which is not going to be the case, all right? It's not going to be the case. It's more like half of that. But I just went a little crazy over the edge just to see if we were going to hit that fucking number. 
and we didn't hit not even a trillion we we hit half a half a trillion no 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 we had half a billion half a billion that's what we hit you know not even a trillion and that means giving fifteen hundred dollars to all Americans which that wasn't the case you know just to have that into perspective and then for the most part they use most of the money to build out companies big companies big corporations that's who, that's who they got the big chunk I gotta be honest they did it very very wrong with all this shit happened there's a lot of people who should not gotten the money because it was based on what you earn yet if you still had your job you were still gonna get money which it didn't make any fucking sense now don't fucking get me wrong I got I got the money I was able to to qualify and money is money at the end of the fucking day I'm not gonna fucking give it up I'll fucking spend that motherfucker you know but that's not what I'm trying to say if they would say the people who lost unemployed or who got unemployed are gonna get this money trust me I wouldn't be mad nor upset you know I'm like yeah that fucking makes sense I didn't lose my job why should I be getting money yet I got the money and a lot of, and a lot of Americans did too you know which I'm I don't know I'm, I'm fucking skeptical So it turns out that it's a one-time payment. It took like three weeks. Unemployed people were getting $600 more plus whatever they were getting. So it became like, it turned out to be that the people who were unemployed were earning more money than the people who were working. That's how crazy it got. That when it was time for them to come back, they didn't want to go back because it didn't make sense. I'm gonna go back to work with a job that I don't like in the first place and earn less money when I can just be earning money like crazy by fucking sitting on my ass watching TV, playing video games or whatever, or having a fucking drink, you know? It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make any fucking sense. And the, and, the, and the people who are working, like fucking clerks or people working on on, on, on hospitals and shit, they, they, they were just calling them heroes and shit, essential workers. Those people don't get paid much, I gotta be honest. But that's a different story, I'm not gonna get so much into that. I'll talk about fucking socialism and capitalism at a different time. But, uh, yeah, man, pretty fucking crazy. All this money spent. Eventually, we got to pay for this. And I think they, they got another one after that. They got another tri- uh, $3 trillion. And, and everybody got one payment. So, what the fuck? What do they got that money for? You know? That's the thing that, that nobody talks about. That, that I, I, I do want to know where that money went. Exactly. I want to see the exact $3 trillion. As Americans, we should fucking ask for that. Where did that money went? Where the fuck is it? Because those $1,500, that was only half a billion. Where's the fucking rest of the money? 
You know? It's fucking crazy. Now, I was listening to a podcast with uh, Joe Rogan and Peter Schiff. Very interesting podcast because it kind of like give me different perspective of what the fuck is going on right now and how things should be treated. And one of the things that he was saying is uh, Peter Schiff, which is uh, he's an economist. He said that the government should not be bailing people out and or, and corporations out because because by doing so. Uh, companies get the best of it you know and Americans should be where they were accustomed to living and they had no savings Americans have no savings which is pretty fucking interesting and I think he's right and to a certain extent you know Americans have no savings we've been living in in a credit world we've been living in we've been affording things that we should not be able to afford in the first place but because uh, companies are willing to give us the loan, like a fucking car, or a house, or credit cards, because if you don't pay, eventually don't you don't pay, it's gonna become like what happened in 2008. If eventually you don't pay, well, they, they know that the government is gonna bail them out. You know that the government is gonna pay for them if they if they go if they go under. So they don't give a fuck. No fucking let somebody buy a house at the age of fucking 20 with no fucking credit score. Not a consistent job and no fucking savings. Why? Because if they don't pay, the the government is going to pay for it. The government is going to bail them out. So that's not good. That's the the beginning of the fucking end. Like I said, that's what happened in 2008. Something very similar with the housing market. Everybody could afford a fucking house back in 2008 or before that. Everybody's buying expensive big fucking mansions with a fucking regular ass job. It might as well fucking charge them double. You know, if the fucking house was wor- originally is worth 300, fuck it. Sell it for 600. And a fucking 21 year old can buy it working out having a job at McDonald's. Are you fucking crazy? How is that even possible? And then eventually, they did that a lot that they couldn't pay the fucking houses now. So nobody's, nobody paid the houses anymore. And everything went to shit. And what happened? The people who were supposed to go to fucking jail for fucking doing that shit or, or going under, they got bailed out by the government. That company got bailed out. So things like that, same thing happens with cars. Listen, man, this is the United States of America where you can fucking get your car of the dream for the most part. As of right now, let's just say I can go to the fucking dealer and get a fucking brand new car, zero miles. Under different circumstances, maybe if I was younger and had another shitty job or whatever. If I was working a fast food restaurant or something. And... The fucking interest would be fucking high as fuck. The insurance, the car payment. So, but they would still let me get the fucking car. You know? That's not good. That's not good. 
what Peter Schiff was saying that if 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 they knew if companies knew that they would not be able to get bailed out by the government they would think twice about fucking giving a loan to somebody fucking selling a house they would think twice I remember me working like uh, I was I was uh, about four years ago no yeah yeah four or three years ago I was working and then we would hire some new people part time job and there was this girl she was like 20 or 21 I was probably like 23 or 24 well this girl she already had a house and she moved with uh, with uh, her, uh, her boyfriend and for me it was pretty it was pretty amazed I wasn't hating but I was pretty amazed at how like you're fucking 20 years old you're getting hired for this job it's a part-time job so it's not a consistent job you're getting paid the minimum wage and you already have a brand new fucking house How is that even fucking possible? You know? The question is if she can... Uh, I don't know if she still has a fucking house. That's the fucking question it would be right now, right? Again, I'm not hating, but I'm like, is it... Is Does that sound right? I've always been very careful... When it comes to getting a house... I just feel that it's a very, it's a great responsibility, you know? I wouldn't just do that just because I can't. Just because I can't. Just because you can't doesn't mean you should. That's very important. And us as Americans, I feel that we've been, we've been getting away with it, with a lot of shit. And that's why nobody was prepared for this pandemic. Nobody had savings. Everybody was, had a brand new fucking car, had a fucking house, had brand new clothes, we're going on vacation, everything on credit, and had no savings. That's most of America, that's for sure. I was like that, that's for sure. It's fucking crazy. So if, if, so if they don't work for, for a month, they're in fucking big trouble. They don't have for a car payment. They don't have for insurance payment. They don't have for a house payment. You know? In a month. In a month. That's as crazy as it gets. I personally, I gotta say, again, I'm not looking down on them. It's just more like, I was them. I was that American too. Uh, I've been in credit card debt since the age of 18, man. Since the ma- since the minute I was an adult, if that's what you consider an adult, since that fucking moment, I've been in fucking credit card debt or in debt, you know. And it's fucking crazy. It's, it's currently I'm 26, so like eight years. I've been in debt for eight years something fucking crazy and two years ago I got a fucking revelation I got something into my mind and I fucking got tired of living like that two years ago 
and I just didn't I just feel that like no fuck this I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go anywhere like because I live like that how I, I, I was trying to give a certain appearance that I was doing fine and I, I wasn't doing fine I was fucking broke I couldn't even I couldn't even live on my own I was that fucking broke you know and I decided to get my shit together man I was like I fuck this shit I'm gonna get it together I'm tired of living like this I'm gonna do something about it and I did I mean it, it looked slowly but surely it looked really slow you feel like you're not making a lot of change but man here we are fucking 2020 even though all this shit is going on life has been going well for me man it's been going good I got a new fucking job I really like doing this job it's a good job I like it I like fucking hitting the road I like I like the long drives I like all this shit I like going to places that I've never been and not only that I've been doing well very well financially so much well that this year I finally paid all my credit card all my credit cards I have no credit card that this fucking year and it's so crazy me looking back and see how I lived before for the first time ever I'm also starting to like have savings I'm also I'm starting to have savings in my fucking account in my bank account never seen before never done this before never done it never fucking done it I never had savings I was always expecting next, next check so there's change going on and yet sometimes I don't realize it but yeah I have no credit card that I probably owe like 200 bucks I can pay that in a month you know my credit cards I had three credit cards they were up to the roof I couldn't even use it anymore and I was just paying them that was how crazy it was I paid all that shit paid it all there was no time for me to go on vacation there was no time for me to take days off there was no time to me to get a new car you know I ended up getting a new car well, not a new car, but like a, buying a car. But it was more like a necessity. And it came an opportunity. And even then, I still didn't want to get it. Originally. But I really like my car. So yeah, man. It's just... It's just pretty crazy how... Living to pay, paycheck to paycheck can fucking really fuck you over if you stop working. You just need to stop working for two weeks and you're fucking screwed, you know? So let this be a lesson for us, for all America, that we should all be prepared. We should all be prepared to not work for three months, at least. At least. We should have savings. It would be like, just in case, let me have some savings. Just in case something like this happens again. So it's got to be a lesson for us all. all this shit going on and things going well well for me 
I have been thinking about making the next move. And the next move will be getting a house again. I gotta be able to afford it. And what does that mean? I will not get a house if if the only thing that I do is work and pay bills. You know that you can afford something if you're able to do hobbies, go out, um, fucking go on vacation, uh, go to fucking trips, you know? That's when you can, and, and, and you're using money or savings or, or, or credit card, but you pay it off or something like that, you know? Not using fucking only credit cards. You know when you can afford it. And I will only get a house if I can afford it. What does that mean? That things have to run smooth, like they're running, like they're running right now. That means that if I want to take a week off, I can take a week off, and I can still pay my fucking, my fucking house and my bills and everything. And I feel that I'm that I'm onto something here. So yeah, I'm I'm looking forward. Not right now because all this pandemic thing going on, but yeah, man, I'm looking forward to get a house. I feel that it's time. I've been living with my parents. Which it sounds kind of like, fuck, what a fucking loser, you know? But it was more like, uh, it starts, I started seeing it more like we became roommates, if it makes any sense. Because I'm not just living there and not paying shit. Like, we kind of split up the bills and the rent and the whole fucking, the food and the whole fucking deal, you know? But, but it's not the same. I still get it, you know? I still get it. I gotta, I gotta make a move, uh... You want your own place. I've been thinking about lately. I was just like, I just want my own place. Um, so that's something to think about. I really originally was not thinking about getting a house. Once I was debt free, I wanted to de- dedicate myself a little bit more into the exploring side. Go to different places. Live in different places for months and then get the fuck out. Like once I was debt free, I had certain goals in mind. Kind of like... Um, pursue a little bit more stand-up comedy more in a serious way or more in a yeah but kind of like more in a serious way but stand-up as of as of right now stand-up is no more it doesn't exist stand-up comics they gotta adapt they have to adapt because that's not that's not that's not an option anymore so a lot of people they're focusing in the arts like like YouTubers or like or like uh, blogging, you know. And it does give me ideas. Eventually, I do want to do or want to try some blogging, um, like comedy wise, like maybe like a five minute clip, ten minute clip, ten minute clip tops, nothing too crazy. So something small. But it's gonna come out later, not not right now. Right now, I'm just gonna focus on the podcast, uh, settle, get everything done, and uh, and let's see what happens. Uh, I'm gonna go through scales. Give me one fucking moment. through scales it's mandatory for trucks 
if they're open. That should be alright, I already checked mine. I already weighed it. I'm on the legal limit. So it's all good. Yeah, when I was, uh, well, hold on, I'll talk right now. Let me just pass through here. GPS annoying the shit out of me. Sorry, I have to go through fucking scales, but I'm all good. I'm hitting the highway again. What was I talking about? I was talking about housing, huh? Yeah, the next move. What are the next moves? When everything is everything is falling, everything is is going good. I'm thinking about what's gonna be the next move. Obviously, the next move as we fucking speaking. I'm fucking paying the car. I'm doing car payments. And I'm even happy to say that I'm probably going to pay it this fucking year too. This year, not only am I going to pay my credit cards, I'm going to pay my car. That only leaves me with student loans and that's nothing, man. If you take those two debts out of my fucking hands and you leave me with one debt, that's nothing. That's nothing. Do you know? And after you're fucking, after you're zero debt and you have savings... It's time to make it's, it's time to make the next move. And like I said, originally the next move was I'm just gonna go and fucking explore. See what the fuck is going on. Me doing the trucking thing, it only lets me know that there's nice places out there. Just by me going to Oregon, it's just like wow, it's fucking beautiful out here. What's the rest of the states look like? What about Texas? You know? What about fucking Arizona? Or what about fucking Oregon? What about Washington? What about Colorado? So all that shit caught my attention. I was just like, yeah, let me fucking give it a fucking try. Let me be let me live somewhere. I don't I don't give a fuck if I have to rent. Let me I have to pay uh, rent a place. 
let me just live there for six months, check the fucking waters, and see if I like it or not. And if I don't, or if I feel that I have to make the next move, I gotta, I'll make the next move. I'll get the fuck out, try a different state, and do the same thing on and on. That was my mentality, you know? At least two years ago. Now, the reason I didn't want to go get a house, or not, I was not interested in getting a house, is because the way that I see it is if I got a house, I was going to stay there forever. But right now, I feel that I'm looking at more as an investment. I'm looking at more like, let me live here for a while, a couple years, let's just say. And if I don't like it, I'll get the fuck out, rent the fucking place. And I already have an investment. I already have a house. And I'll get another one later on. Something like that. Or or, or, or it pretty much will pay by itself. And I already have some sort of a, an investment. You know? I can still do the other thing. I can still go and explore and, and live in different places and just rent just rent my home. It's still a fucking valid option. So it's, it, it cannot, it's not only... It's still an option, you know? But I feel that it would be a good move to do something like that right now. Get a fucking house, chill. I need to fucking expand my fucking studio. I want to get a fucking badass fucking man cave shit. With fucking podcasting slash recording studio. Something like that. Man, I want a full room just like that. So yeah, I'm looking forward to something like that. Um, I feel that's gonna be the next move, you know. Stand up comedy, it's gotta wait. But, but mainly the main thing about stand up and the whole deal is like, it's a solo job, and you get to spread a certain message or the way that you see the world and make it funny. And I feel that you can also do that through blogging. Now, it's not the same thing. You want to talk about the real deal? Stand-up. Stand-up is way harder than blogging. That motherfucker is easier. So, I'll give it a try eventually. But, once if they open everything and I have free time, I'm going to hit fucking... I'm going to hit the stand-up world again. And, and, and go do stand-up comedy. And, and I really like that shit. It's, it's fucking... Sometimes I feel that I have no hobbies or I have no fucking interest in anything. But I do. It's fucking stand-up. And it's fucking crazy because I didn't... I wasn't exposed to anything like that. Never. I was never exposed to anything like that. And it's so fascinating how I know about this other side of of reality. This whole different world that is out there. And it, it only makes me think that, wow, what else is out there? What else is out there that I don't know about it that I would probably fucking like, you know? There's, there's a bunch of shit. I mean, a cup of coffee. So that's what's going on. My favorite podcasters are leaving. Joey Diaz is going back to his hometown, back to New Jersey. Lisa Yad, he's moving to Milwaukee. Joe Rogan is moving to Texas. A lot of people moving to Texas. In the stand-up world, there's a lot of changes going on. 
a lot of shit going on lately, man. Um, let's see. Well, I've been working lately, but I'm running a little crazy now. That's also an important thing. Not so much on the job. It's crazy because I don't... Even though I'm by myself for like... Because I've been by myself for like... Since Friday. So it's like seven days. Seven days, I'm by myself. This one, I won't be back until Thursday. Um... But I'm by myself. So it's not so much that. I guess me being by myself at a home. That's when I fucking run. Uh, my fucking. I start going crazy. I don't know what it is. I just feel that I can do something else. You know like. I miss going to. I miss going out man. I miss going, going to Buffalo Wild Wings. Having a fucking drink. Uh, meeting up with some friends. Uh, just doing shit. I feel that. I consider myself an introvert, but I'm already reaching that fucking limit already. I'm already reaching that shit. That's enough. All right, that's enough. Open the fucking, open the doors. Open the fucking doors. We gotta open this shit up. I don't give a fuck. I'll wear a mask. But open that shit up, you know? I'll fucking distance myself. I don't care if it's one table. If, if I go to a bar, is this one table yes and one table no? Like... One table is available and the other one isn't. If it's even better. I fucking love that shit. Anyways. Because sometimes I talk some shit. <laughs> sometimes I'm talking some crazy shit. I don't want nobody to listen to my conversations. You know? So even fucking better. Let's fucking do it. Let's open that shit up. Let's open the bars. Nobody's talking about the death rate. Is it worth collapsing the economy? Is it worth it? Because the cases are up, but nobody's talking about the death rate anymore. That's why I don't like the fucking news. And that's why I don't listen to the fucking news. I gotta be exposed every now and then, but if you wanna keep your fucking sanity, stay away from the news. That's a good advice right there. Stay away from the fucking news. Stay with the basics. What the fuck is going on? Mask, mandatory. Alright, I'm all caught up. You know? Don't fucking wake up in the next morning and look at the news and see what the fuck is going on. Because that chick that shit will fuck you up. It will it will you will go crazy. The news are fucking us over and I don't know if they're doing it on purpose. I don't know if you wanna consider this a conspiracy, if they wanna do this on purpose, I don't know if it's business, I don't know if it's because of money. But one thing for sure. We're getting fucked over by the news. Mentally. Mentally. You don't want that shit. Relax. Have a fucking cold one. Smoke a joint. Watch your favorite show. Everything is fine. Everything is fucking fine. Don't look at fucking... Don't look at the cases. They already know for the most part. If you have like a pre... Existing condition. Take care of yourself, man. Do you really need to go out? Not fucking really, you know? But the rest of the healthy people, get on the fucking streets and start fucking working. Start fucking moving this economy. I'm fucking pro-open, man. Regardless of what political position you are, I'm pro-open. We gotta open up. 
If you're an older person, stay stay the fuck at home. You should be the you should be getting the fucking unemployment and the fucking relief relief money. The rest of the fuck youngsters, get to work. Get it done. There's nothing to worry about. Older people, people with pre-existing conditions, they should be getting the money. You know? At least that's the way that I look at it. We gotta open up. We can't fucking be like this until the fucking printing money. Like if we fu- <laughs> The government is doing the same thing as Americans do. They're just printing money. It's like... Can we even afford this? And how the fuck does the government have six trillion dollars laying around? How? The answer is they don't. They fucking get that shit on credit. And we lose the value of the dollar. That's pretty basic economic shit. I'm no fucking economist, but that's pretty make it makes fucking sense. You're just gonna fucking print money? That's no good. So fuck the news. I don't give a, I don't give a fuck about Fox News or CNN. Both of these motherfuckers are wrong. Because they're biased. They're fucking biased. We need objective news. And who's objective nowadays? Shit, who the fuck knows? Who the fuck knows, man? There's a couple people. A couple, but even then. Even then. Do you really want to watch the news daily? Do you really want to watch the news daily? So you can get a fucking anxiety attack? No fucking thank you. You know? Everything should go back to normal. Eventually. We're already on August, man. August. It's been five months. How long is this going to take? <laughs> it's so funny because... Living in California you and going to different states... You almost forget... That the rest of the country hate California to the guts. <laughs> I was uh, I was driving to Arizona, and I was uh, I saw a sign. It was like a political sign, and they gave zero fucks. California is, basic, is basically an example. There was this guy running. I don't know for what, but he was running for something. And then he was like, the quote was, don't California, my Arizona. That's how much they hate fucking California. <laughs> they, use us an, they use us as an example. <laughs> Usually the, uh, the places that I go is small towns, especially Oregon. And you can tell, man, small towns, you can fucking tell they're pro, uh, pro-Trump. And thankfully, they never been racist to me or anything like that. Um, everything is good, you know. It, it, I've never had a problem with anything like that, even though I know that I arrived to like pro-Trump towns. And how the fuck do I know? Well. Well, I know because uh, 
because they have fucking flags at their house. They have a flag in front of the house, and they said Trump 2020. They have a sign in their yard, Trump 2020. And you know, you know that under different circumstances, you would not be able to get away with it if your neighbors are not okay with it. You know what I mean? Like if you are the only Trump supporter and you put a flag and everyone everyone else around you are fucking left people, Something's gonna happen to your house, or something's gonna happen to that flag, or something's gonna something's gonna happen, you know. But not in this, not in those towns, because why? Because everybody's okay with it. Everybody's like, yeah. But I don't think they're bad people. In general, also with the lefties, I don't think they're bad people. I feel that at the end of the day, everybody wants the best for the country. Don't get me wrong. I'm more skeptical, to be honest. To be honest. I'm more skeptical about the left than the the uh, the super left, the 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 anarchists, the the Antifa people. I feel that those people, I don't know, they're trying to spread some communism out there, and I just feel that they're racist too. They're more racist than the actual racist. They're just hiding the racism. I don't. I really don't like the the super left. You know. And then the right, I feel that they're just ignorant. If they're racist, they're just ignorant. The only thing that they've been exposed to is the news, you know? What if you live in the middle of white America, you've never been to California, and you only watch Donald Trump or Fox News, that's the only source that you watch. You've never seen a Mexican. You only live around whites. The economy is not doing well, and all of a sudden this guy comes up and say, "I know why the, comp- the why America is not doing well because these people are taking your jobs." So that's kind of like their reality. They're not bad people. If nobody would tell them that in the first place, and they would blame it on someone else or something else or on re- on, on actual reality, which is companies are leaving the United States of America. And going to cheaper places like China, that's the real fucking problem right there. Why America is fucking collapsing because we're not fucking creating things anymore. Now, to be real, us, like me, I wouldn't like to work in a factory. I wouldn't like to be making shoes, you know, or making car parts or building parts. Or building cars. I wouldn't like to do that. And I'm sure that a lot of people from my age wouldn't like that either. But guess fucking what? A lot of people would. Just because you don't, it doesn't mean that, you know? Like it almost looks down upon like. But there's a lot of Americans or white Americans or or African Americans. Or, or Mexican American. There's a lot of people who are like, yeah, I don't mind. I wouldn't mind working in a fucking factory, getting a fucking decent pay, and staying there or whatever. But they don't have that option. They're fucking worthless. They're fucking bro. They're, they're going down. Who do they blame it on? They blame it on Mexicans. They blame it on illegal immigrants. And they're just ignorant people. They just buy it. You know. 
But they're not bad people. They're not bad. I feel that they just want the best for them and the best for the country. And I feel that everybody as Americans, everybody who lives here should want the same thing. Everybody who lives here should want the same thing. It makes fucking sense. We gotta bring those jobs back from uh, back from China. Bring them back. Somebody's gonna work them. Again, California's not interested. California's not interested in that. But take that to the south. You know? Just something to think about. something to think about um i think i said enough for today i'm just gonna fucking call it a day um i'm gonna i'm not sure how many of these i'm gonna do but uh i haven't done i haven't done a lot in a while but i'm gonna start doing solo podcast this is just an introduction i'm gonna talk some shit i'm gonna rant a little bit here and there you know uh, but this is just an introduction of my solo podcast again but at the end of the day it is Rocky's Corner so it, it was it was it's always my podcast you know my cousin Rogelio helped me out a lot he's a he's a great guest but I just we haven't been able to fucking make it happen you know or, or I've been trying to get another friends too uh, from Mexico and my cousins or like just get somebody on the podcast you know but I, I it hasn't been possible, especially with all this going on. So, uh, but my podcast, it cannot stop. It has to keep fucking going. And here we are, fucking rocking and rolling, you know. I'm going to do some podcasting on the road. And when I'm home, and if I have the chance, I'll do some podcasting there with better quality. Eventually, I'm going to make this better. If I'm going to be hitting the road or do something like this, I'm going to make it better. Right now, it's just, a, again, a prototype. Something to get me started, you know. I like making shit better. It's gonna come with better quality. It's gonna be good stuff. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, and I feel that it's good. Uh, I'm just gonna be talking for an hour or something like that. If I don't have shit to say, then I'll just fucking call it a day. But expect more like this. Sometimes I'm gonna be doing this, having a cup of coffee and talking some shit. Sometimes I'm gonna have a drink, you know? Let's see, let's see what the fuck happens. Uh, but here we are. And I'll see you next time. Wherever the fuck is listening. <laughs> if not, it's just a great fucking hobby of mine. And I fucking love it. So, nos miramos. Peace.